I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast the rules are simple we can discuss as many of your ideas as we like but only one of these film ideas will be taken on to the next stage where it will get to spend the next week in isolation with me and as i've just been discussing with john i've perfected a pretty good tomato sauce dish so you're in for a treat tomato sauce dish sounds like i'm just putting ketchup on a plate yeah yeah there's there's some truth in that uh, I'm Joel, a man who puts the erection in resurrection this Easter weekend. And across from me is John Harris, a man who very appropriately for the weekend now resembles an Easter egg having shaved his head bald. Hello, John. I've still got the beard, so it's like in a nest. It's, a, it's, it's an egg a little in a nest. nest. <laughs> it's in a little nest. Easter eggs don't have uh, sweets in the middle anymore, do they? Is that a health and the... safety thing? That is... <laughs> yeah, maybe, because they were in little plastic packets. Yeah, I mean, I always remember when you'd get sweets in the middle of an egg as a kid you would be slightly disappointed about the plastic package you were hoping it would crack open and just smarties would just fall out yeah of course that's what everyone dreams of and the first time i imagine any kid sees an easter egg that's they imagine it's solid right oh yeah easter eggs are quite disappointing really yeah i would say broadly speaking quite bad generally not great chocolate yep nothing in the middle anymore Mm. not solid (laughs) yeah i mean i don't want to like you know tempt fate or anything like this but if I was going to miss a big Christian holiday as a result of isolation, much, mm-hmm. much rather Easter over Christmas. Oh, big t- I mean, no one's picking Easter as their favourite <laughs> Christian holiday. There's absolutely no one. <laughs> I'd have to say Easter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the hunts. I love going on an egg hunt. There's just not enough hunting at Christmas. Hey, John, we're not here to talk about Easter. No. There's other people doing that, I assume, on other big Christian religious podcasts. Um, we're here to pitch some films. Would you like one from me? Yes, please. This is from Alfie. Trolls World Tour. A group of right-wing hate mongers stoke up global political tensions. Soundtrack by Justin Timberlake. Oh, great. I'm glad to hear he's getting work still. It's got the same, it's got the same poppy sensibilities and bright colour palette, but it's mostly about trolls. Yeah. You know, QAnon, the other ones... The guys, the reply guys, you know, all the trolls. What are the reply guys? What's this? You know, just like guys that reply to tweets. Fine. 
You, they, know, you must have heard of Reply Guys. Are those the people that, like, if, if a celebrity tweets, there's always, like, the same three people at the top replies because they just get in first? It's not, well, it's normally, like, gross men. Mm. Uh, why do I know about this? It's probably a Reply All episode, truth be told. But, yeah, no, I, I'm mm. vaguely aware of Reply Guys as a concept. So they go around the world. So in, in Trolls... They know, trolls were weren't a big part of my childhood. Well, and uh, the comedian Beck Hills put up a like a YouTubey kind of uh, documentary kind of uh, uh, what do you call them like a video essay about the fact that the trolls that you see now don't mm-hmm. resemble because the trolls that that I remember as a kid are like really ugly, weird looking things, whereas the trolls yeah. in the films are like they're like cute faced, bright pink or bright blue. Whereas the trolls as a kid, a lot of them. The skin tone of the thing was like white skin. It was peach, and then the hair yeah. was colourful. But there was now they're like this weird thing yeah. that doesn't re- resemble at all what. And um, Beck Hill did a video essay to um, getting to the bottom of who owns the copyright of trolls and why they look like this now. Ah. That's the kind of thing we do nowadays. I'm into that. I'm going to watch that. That uh, sounds really good. Um, but yeah, it, I think in the films, the premise, based on the fact that I've seen the trailer for the second one, uh, <laughs> the the premise is that they're like genre-based. They're like villages of trolls and they're musically genre-based. So you'd have like a country village, a hip-hop, like tr- hip-hop troupe of trolls. Like they kind of, ah. they segregate based on genre. And yeah, and the second one, obvi- the villain is a rock troll because... You know that's the what that's what they do, and I saw this uh, tweet from from a from a from a from someone I know who I respect very much, but he mm-hmm, did a tweet mm-hmm. kind of a little bit about the fact that he thinks that he hates the way that rock is portrayed as evil in all of media. Yeah, um, but the problem is, rock is you know metal is based on the devil and six six six, and the devil. Yes. we've made it that rock for mo- own back. <laughs> yeah, well, there's not a more no, there's no other music that's more evil is there no <laughs> if you had to if you had to pick one you go and rock every time yeah and i guess that's purely metal whereas you could say like psychedelic rock or kind of uh indie and all that stuff they're not really taking from no you. they're all devil worshippers mate um, even if they don't even if they don't sing about it just play it play a few of those Beatles songs backwards mate and you'll you'll see so what we're saying is they come out of their parents basements and they take to yes. the streets but they yeah. haven't realised that everyone else is isolating because they... But they're all, they're like all different conspiracy theory fanboys. Great. And so it's like a battle of which one's the best. In the same way that Trolls World Tour, I assume, pits all of these musical genres against each other. And I imagine at the end of Trolls, they discover that all music's valid. And at the end of this, we'll learn that all conspiracy <laughs> theories are equally valid. Mm, very nice. And worthy. I would like, I'd like a real... I think the thing is, what we've got... Here we go, because right now it's not a likable film. We're not enjoying this film at all. So what we have is our protagonist is one of the more is one of the, the more like low stakes conspiracy theories. Mm. So not this five G kind of stuff. Not not nine eleven was faked. Not kind of Obama was born in Africa. We're talking flat earther. He's a flat earther, right? Yeah, they're lovable. They're such lovable guys, the flat earthers. So, and that's who we follow. And and somehow the underdog of the flat earthers wins out over all of Perfect. the genuinely horrible, evil, toxic trolls. Perfect. Perfect. 
Uh, what about have this? Have you seen that amazing documentary about flat earthers? I have. It's wonderful. It's really. Yeah. Um, I think it's on Netflix. So if you've got an hour and a half to spare, which I think we all do, <laughs> who uh, who hasn't? <laughs> um, yeah, check it out. Uh, what about this one from Lizzie? The invisible can. A woman gets terrorized by a discarded Fanta can she didn't recycle. Good. I thought it was going to be a toilet and just someone trying to wee into an invisible toilet. Let's 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 go down your route in a second because I think there's something in that. Let's we'll we'll, we'll put that one on hold. Mm-hmm. I think the interesting thing that Lizzie's done with this is uh, the the Invisible Man. There's a social commentary element, right? Mm-hmm. Of the yep. the remake, it's um, it's about believing people and uh, particularly abuse within relationships. And this is a different type of social commentary. Uh, it's about guilt. But it's also about mm. recycling. I think there's there's a lot to yeah, be said. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. That is good. I'm into that. I'm trying to think how how does it can terrorize? Is it like in the middle well, of the night she hears like a? Tss. That's good. That's good. I think <laughs> I think even if it if it just kept appearing, you know how like Russian spies used to just go into people's houses and move like one thing to slowly drive them insane. Did they? If a if you threw away a Fanta can and then it appeared constantly in different parts of your house you'd eventually completely lose the plot right yeah and so she's telling people and your relationship would break down because you'd blame it on each other yeah that's good i like i think i think one fantacan could actually be quite damaging yeah because imagine imagine if you just you know you woke up in the morning and you walked into your living room and it was just a can which is in the middle of the floor (laughs) you'd be quite annoyed about it wouldn't you (laughs) you probably wouldn't say anything the first time and the next day if you came in and a can was there again an empty fanta can (laughs) you you, again you might say what's what's this can doing here but if like after three or four days every day there was a discarded fanta can you'd start there'd be a resentment building i think so are we saying this invisible can like it's she picks it up, puts it in the bin, and then the next day it's back in the living room. She doesn't go to pick it yeah. up and it disappears. Oh, okay. So she, so we actually have no evidence that this can is invisible. <laughs> it's a perfectly uh, visible can. Yeah, it is, because it's moving around. No, it's moving around. Well, how does it get there? <laughs> I think the part in the end, it turns out it was just the partner driving the other partner insane. <laughs> the partner's just really lazy. Loves Fanta. <laughs> oh, so it's a different can each time. And our protagonist has got it in their head. That it's the same yeah. can every time, but it's actually yep. just he just bef- he just went and bought a seventy two pack. Well, stock up. <laughs> stock uh, up. What about this one from Stu, friend of the show? Unopened gems. It's uncut gems, but with Al from Al's Toy Barn in Toy Story Two as the main character. It's not a pun. It's just an idea I'm endlessly interested in. Endlessly interested in. <laughs> is got- it, I mean, this is goatee based, right? <laughs> This is because Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems and Al from Al's Toy Barn have got a goatee. There's no other reason for this to exist. No, they're both like collectors and making money yeah, out of yeah. collectibles of sorts. So I, th- I think there's some, there's some truth in it. The thing that I thought was quite interesting that, look, I don't want to discredit Stu, but I don't think, I feel like he's gone with the, it's Uncut Gems with Al, which is fine. But is he trading toys and do the toys come to life when he's not in the room still? Uh, I think, and bear with me on this because it's going to be pretty horrible. I think he's gouging out the toys' eyes and putting in gems to smuggle them, and the toys are coming to life with gouged out eyes and screaming in pain. <laughs> <laughs> so Al's just there. He's got a rack of toys, yeah, and all, and all these gems that he needs to get across the border, yeah, yeah. Um, and he just carves out 
every one of their eyes and shoves these gemstones in there. And then he leaves the room and they just all start screaming and screaming and screaming. <laughs> but the whole film plays out, the whole p- putting a bet on some sports, all of that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just as the credits go, you just he just turns off the lights in the room and you just hear <laughs> screaming for the whole <laughs> credits. <laughs> They haven't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loads of ashen-faced people just walking out of the cinema. <laughs> PG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, hey, what about this from Martin? So Martin just says, Bird Box was all about sight. A quiet place is all about sound. You can't make a sound. Yep. What about one for taste? <laughs> so, wait. <laughs> you can't taste the baddies. If you taste them, they'll find you. <laughs> How are these baddies getting into your mouth out of interest? Well, that's a good question. And Martin's not elaborated. But I imagine they leave like Fanta cans lying around. <laughs> and you have a little sip. Uh, and then the can, t- the can turns into a big monster. And it gouges out your eyes and puts gemstones in there. No, I think they're like releasing pheromones into the air. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I all like the that. time. And they're in the atmosphere and you've just got to not catch it on your tongue. Could it be... Well, this is getting into like fog territory though. Could it be like a coloured... The film's called Bitter. Bitter. I like it. They taste really bitter. So it's just in the air. So it's quite quite hard to bring tension out of because people just live in their normal lives and then they just suddenly look shocked. Yes. Because they've just had that taste. It's like people just trying not to taste. I don't know how you do that. Are people just cutting out their own tongues? Because you could, to be fair, if you like breathe in through your nose and just swallow through your mouth mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, but then when you go to eat some food, well, you're, eating in. A, you're eating a chocolate mm-hmm. eclair and it suddenly tastes like lemon and you think, oh, he's got me. Uh, I'm a goner. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't, for the record, it, you don't choke to death. It's not like poison. When you taste it. Yeah, a big it, monster comes <laughs> to get you. <laughs> Just like the other films. <laughs> I assume they're part of some sort of sense-based monster universe. Wait, so what's the final one? Touch? Uh, smell. It's also, also smell. <laughs> smell would Which be is good. equally as silly. Oh. What, a big monster just farting all the time. No, you can't fart. Because <laughs> the monster can only detect farts. <laughs> That's good, that. <laughs> Uh, it's quite good, isn't it? So oh, so it's the monsters fart. that yeah. smell in this world. It's the monsters yeah. have really good smell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously, mate. That's what it is in... Isn't that what it is with Quiet Place? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. So they've just got a really good sense of smell. And as soon as you make you do a fart, they're there. So, so that's, you have to do it. So you have to like hide it in a box or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Into a little jar. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then there's a sequence where, like, one of the kids in the family accidentally knocks over all the fart jars. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the family is on their knees, retching, but they know that they need to get out of there. <laughs> um, the thing is, as well, if we're doing it so that the monsters are super sensitive, rather than it being, if you taste, the monsters... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The monsters have a really good sense of taste. Yeah, Maybe it's to do with... And they can taste it in the air in general. So it's a bit like... If you over-season your food, if you season your food too well, you have to eat the blandest food and then someone puts oh. a bit of salt on it and then boom, monster Game over. You. Us Brits would be fine. Uh, we'd be laughing. Last <laughs> people on earth. Um, 
the other sense is touch, but it doesn't really make any sense because I mean, if you just touch the monster, it's going to know you're there. <laughs> Why would you do that? If it, if if there was a big monster and it didn't know you were there unless you touched it, <laughs> you'd just let it be, wouldn't you? I think so. I think I would. Uh... That'd be the least successful of all of the ones. <laughs> they should have opened with that one. Why did they start with a touchy place? <laughs> or maybe it's a touchy place and he's just really sensitive. You got you can't be mean oh, to the monster. I like that. Oh. Right, hey, what well, up, Martin? That was really fun. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What about this one from Chris? Avengers Bell End Game. Or Bell End Game. Oh, that's a shame. So yeah, I mean, this is uh, Chris Glasson from Hardcore Listing. So uh, I mean, it's very much in his tone. The question that I have is: there's two ways we can go down this, and I'm happy to go down both routes. The first route is obviously they're just penises. Okay. And like I say, sh- obviously, I, I mean, I don't think most people have thought about that. <laughs> All right. So the other the other alternative <laughs> is they're dickheads, which is a, a poor choice of words because I, what I mean is they're like they're ass they're like they're uh, bad people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 99% sure that you can get Avengers dildos, so we wouldn't have to go very far to work out what they would all look like as penises. Let me just hop to the internet to check. Avengers dildos. This is my work computer. <laughs> um, sex toys inspired by the Avengers. Well, a few of them have got helmets, haven't they? Well, exactly. Oh, big green one. So there's one that's like Mjolnir, which is uh, Thor's hammer. But it's, I mean, you're mostly using the handle. <laughs> I'd hope so. Well, some people. Yeah, um, some people. The Iron Man inspired butt plug. Very classy. 
Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the, the Hawkeye is a, is a, is it's an arrow. It's a, it's a big old arrow dildo. Now, in this universe, why would a bunch of superpowered dildos? What would what would their enemy be? The prudes. Hmm. It'd be the prudes. I don't really understand. I'm gonna have to do the same Google as you, John, purely for research purposes. <laughs> why did it autofill when you did it, John? <laughs> One of them is called the autofill, actually. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, the big green Hulk. I mean, fair play. You know, it yeah. was going to be a massive deal. Although you could have gone f- a bit of fun with that one and made it a really tiny dildo. <laughs> we don't know. We just don't know. And that's what all the aggression mate is making up for. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's ma- he's toxic masculinity. He should have had yeah. a tiny dildo. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, the alternative is we do a version of Avengers where. They're baddies. No, they're not baddies. They're just like bellends. They're just lazy. They just can't be arsed. They're just, uh, you know, a bit of a dickhead. They're not full-on villains. Yeah. But again, is are we just watching a film where the villain wins, or do they accidentally win despite being arseholes? Um, no, I think they. I, I'd like to see them lose. Well, I, I, and to be fair, the more I the more I think about this, uh, if you haven't seen it, this isn't really a spoiler. The Boys, the TV show on Amazon Prime, is basically that con- conceit: is what if the Avengers were dickheads? So just watch uh, the Boys. Yeah, ha- the Boys is great. There you go. That, the Boys basically is Avengers Bellend Game. What about this one from Jason? Cannon and Bull Run. Now, yes, I, I don't know much about Cannon and Bull, but I assume no. They're they're a comedy duo from like the sixties, so I assume yeah. putting them in a car based caper isn't actually going to be too difficult. This one writes itself. Yeah, I imagine that was probably pitched at, at a time. Yeah, I I don't know much about uh, the comedy duo Cannon Cannon and Ball, and I don't know much about the Cannon Ball Run. In 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 all honesty, what about Cannon and Ball Holocaust? Is that better? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Are they killing people? Yeah, and eating them. Interesting. Very They're a lovable 60s comedy duo. They're killing people eating their flesh. And it, that that's real. Because the thing about Cannibal Holocaust, wasn't it? They they did it. As, it was like a fake documentary way before the Blair Witch Project that kind of mm-hmm, did mm-hmm. That, that found footage thing. Um, and it was so convincing, apparently, that they had to go to court and prove that the actors in the film were not actually dead. <laughs> um, what about this one from Jake? Terminator Dark Fruits. Uh, (laughs) so when he turns to liquid it's just like delicious sugary cider delicious cider the dark fruits i would say for my money is the best sweets like if you're going for like you know your your fruit pastels or your kind of smarties and stuff in that world it's always the dark fruit flavors that are the best right nobody wants the citrus stuff you're wrong are you a citrus boy big time Oh. Go straight for the, go open a packet of anything sweet wise. I'm going straight for the greens. Oh, that's great. Well, we could share a packet happily. Oh, that's nice. Do you ever get upset when you go for the green and it turns out it's apple? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, no one likes that, I don't think. I don't mind an apple sweet, but yeah, I'm always expecting lime. Because you've been trained to make no green means lime. Green means lime. It's like with, <laughs> it, it's like with crisps. Walkers, for some reason, has got it the wrong way around when it comes to cheese and onion and salt and vinegar. Yeah, but didn't that... Didn't they change? Have they? Are we all consistent now? Didn't they used to be? No, didn't they used to be? Uh, Walker's used... they changed. So, Walker's is green for salt and vinegar and blue for cheese and onion, but everyone else is the other way around. I think so. But I'm now looking to say that someone said they... Someone at Walker's said they never changed. This might be... 
we this is our trolling. This is our this the, is it. Our conspiracy theory is that walkers used to have it the other way around. So like, there's loads of basically, my, you know, these collective memory things. Yeah. So it looks like there's loads of people on the internet that remember Walker's crisp packets changing, but Walker's, like on their website, and a spokesperson said they've never done it. Uh, they've had to put out a statement that people are like, so like, no, no, it definitely was. They've had to put out a statement. That's so great. Yeah. There you go. Well, they can't be trusted. Lineker cannot be trusted. I've always said it. Yep. We're moving on to our own ideas. Listen up, sheeple. <laughs> Uh, mine's love, wedding, repeat, 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 repeat. Uh, so did you watch it? Uh, 15, 20 minutes of it. Oh, really? Is it? It's absolutely dreadful. Oh, no. It's really, really, really bad. Um, it's a shame. We thought, we thought it might be nice to have a nice, fun little rom-com to watch. Definitely. We just, we just finished Succession and we're in need of some light relief. And it's got Tim Key in. Love yeah. Tim Key. It's got Ashlyn B in. Love Ashlyn B. And it's bad. It's really, 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 really bad. And that's a shit. Because actually, the the one thing that Netflix has done okay in in films is their rom coms. They've done some like they're not they haven't yeah, got a great yeah. track record for films, but their rom coms have been all right. So that's mm. a real shame. What is the film called? Love Wedding Repeat. And so you've done the repeat, repeat, repeat. So what are we torturing someone by making them watch it over and over again? Exactly that, yeah. Oh, or maybe they have to live out a wedding, you know, infinite amount of times. So basically, this guy is after the, trying to get this girl at this wedding. Yeah. Um, and maybe he just, maybe it's a bit like, what's that show called that I really loved? Russian Doll. Oh, right, yeah. And he has to, and, you know, people find weddings quite uncomfortable and quite stressful, and he has to do it over and over and over and over again. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, it's... It's also until he nails every bit of small talk, every dance move, doesn't get soup on his shirt, you know. Yeah, but it's a rom com, so he'll do it one time like that and think, "Oh yeah, I've nailed it," and then he'll wake up again at the beginning of the day, and it turns out that it's like it's like Groundhog Day that it actually he just had to be genuine. That was that was yes. how he lived the day. Lovely, lovely stuff. Netflix commission that. Yeah, it's interesting because um, to Edge of Tomorrow, the the Tom Cruise film. Midway mm-hmm. through, got rebranded as Live, Die, Repeat, where he keeps doing the same day oh, over yeah. and over again as like a military person. So maybe Tom Cruise, as a military person, <laughs> attends a wedding over and over That's again. That's good. And kills That's everyone. Good. Hey, John, uh, what's your one? This one requires you to know of, of a relatively niche horror film title. It's I Spit on Your Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about warring uh, pubs making Sunday roasts. Excellent. Oh, man. What I would give. For a pub Sunday roast. Yeah, uh, no, regardless of how much spittle was in it. <laughs> Even if I could visibly see as it's like coming a down the up bit of gauze, oh. I'd go for it. Oh, that's really <laughs> horrible. Um Yeah, I think you know, I think Netflix could commission this as a lovely British comedy as well. Two warring pubs across yeah. the road from are each they... other. Yeah, of course they are. Of course. Trying uh, to outdo each other with different deals. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. they're brothers as well. I didn't mention that. Both played uh, by the same are. actor. Who is. Yes. Who would be good at that? Who's a good actor who could do t- twin brothers running a pub? Danny Dyer. Danny Dyer. Di- of course it's Danny Dyer. Danny yeah. Dyer plays Danny Dyer and Danny Dyer's brother. They both open pubs across the road from each other. They start off relatively enjoying the camaraderie of it all. And then it 
gets all a bit out of hand and it ends with Danny Dyer spitting in Danny Dyer's gravy. Lovely. Perfect. You're and in the end, they just they they make friends. They combine to be a mega pub that has like a walkway over the road, like at some service stations. Perfect. And it turns out, and at the end, they say, "What's your name?" And he goes, "JD Weatherspoon." <laughs> <laughs> one of them's James. One of them's David. And their, their surnames Weatherspoon. Uh, Great good stuff. Fuck Weatherspoons. Well done, John. Thank you. How, I hope you had a nice time. Cheers. Do we pick a winner? We never pick a winner. No, but the winner is the one about the farts that I made up. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to be thinking about that for ages. Well done, mate. Should we chat after the music? Yeah. Hey, it's the bit after the music. How are you doing? Yeah, all right. It's Big Easter Sunday. Did you manage to sneak an egg in whilst you were shopping when the popo weren't looking? I've got a, yeah, we've got a little egg. Don't worry about that. We got sent the eggs, I think, by Emma's mum. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Good. Well, you can't now that you've admitted that. Now that you've admitted your girlfriend's mother sent them, you can't really review the eggs. You you have to say they're perfect. They're pretty fancy, actually. Oh, go on. So, well, they're they're, they're like they're Thorntons, so you know oh, they're like yeah. decent decent it's a good class of egg oh I'm, I'm 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 very happy with a fortin's easter egg yeah um i think it's my first time so i can't wait uh otherwise just sort of slowly descending into madness good i uh i've the last couple of days i've started doing the joe wicks uh kids kids p lessons how many children have you got again john <laughs> zero as of yet you know you do know that um Joe Wicks has got a special agreement with YouTube and he can actually see you as well. <laughs> you do know that, don't you? That's why he's laughing and, so much. And yeah, YouTube and the government are making a note of everyone doing it that hasn't got a child. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what that means. Or It is but yeah. fucking is exhausting. It good? I, I've, yeah, of course. I'm embarrassed by how exhausting I'm finding it. He dressed up as a frog yesterday, which was cute. Uh, on Friday. Um, so yeah and I'll be honest with you I am doing I am doing most of them but then he will do ones that are specifically for kids so he did one where it was called it was called like the silly rabbit or something where for 30 seconds you just had to dance and I didn't do that one so you just stand there and watch Joe Wicks be a rabbit <laughs> no like, I that's better <laughs> <laughs> or do you just turn around away from the screen for 30 seconds <laughs> yeah I just stand deadly still with my arms by my side <laughs> just looking at the screen for 30 seconds a dead blank stare <laughs> <laughs> and the next instruction comes and you're all smiles and go for it great <laughs> like a like it's a very fucking, normal <laughs> like a robot that's depowered oh i'm not doing that stupid rabbit dance i'll just watch joe wicks do it for 30 seconds <laughs> oh well Get out, you lunatic um you seen oh. any good memes mate <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we're at now there aren't any good ones anymore it's no. just average stuff getting massive massive amounts of agreed engagement the thing that this week I've seen a lot of is that choose your quarantine house where they just put a bunch of people in numbered houses. And they oh, say, I hate all that. But it's the same as about three months ago. They were doing it. Pick your table at school uh, at the canteen. It's the yeah. same meme. They're just saying, mate, I hate all of that. And do you know what I hate? It's like you can only keep three of these fast food chains. And all that happens is all nine of them trend on Twitter and you can't actually see anything else apart from. Oh, oh. The things that are trending on Twitter right now. And as well, then you go to click on it to see why it's trending. And it's just full of tweets from people saying, I don't know why this is trending. 
how I don't know how Twitter's trending function has descended so far because it's <laughs> pure shite now, which is why we never let this podcast trend because we don't want to be no, associated we refuse, with such a bad algorithm. We refuse to let it trend. It was yeah. Lilo and Stitch was trending this morning. I couldn't work out why. Oh, it's probably like which one do you want to shag? <laughs> it's probably some meme. <laughs> oh well, no, it's probably a Joe Wicks dance for you to <laughs> stare blankly at. <laughs> the Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Well, have a nice week, I guess, mate. Yeah, well done, mate. <laughs> Stay sane. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.